This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, your local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local realtor for 21 years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are so excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Well, we are mid-November. We are cruising along here. That's right. Episode 68 for Iconic Talk. I love it. It's I great. know. It's it's wonderful. It's funny because when I first started this, I think my first episode was 40. And I, I'm so excited that you're part of this. I, I'm so glad that you asked yeah. me and it worked out because I really do, I really do enjoy doing it's this. It's fun. It's fun. And, and it's fun because we get a chance to talk about, yes, real estate, but things about our community, things mm-hmm. about... Um, what's happening around town, things that you might not know about. And it's just a great opportunity to be informed about right. and meeting truly new all people things Winchester. in the community yeah. also and businesses that we didn't even know existed here. Yep. I mean, and, and I love, I'm, I'm hopeful. One of my um, kind of wishes for the podcast is to be able to have, you know, obviously grow our listeners, but also to be able to have listeners that, you know, are from this town, maybe went to high school here that grew up in this area yep. that don't live here anymore, but want to Keep and hearing about what's going on in your hometown. Absolutely. So or if you don't even live in Winchester and you're thinking about moving here. Exactly. Yeah. So listen to a couple episodes and you get caught up really quick. That's right. It's so, very true. Well, we've been doing the segment of what are you thankful for here in the month of November. So once again, I will turn to you first. Megan. Good, because I had mine you? and I didn't want you to go first. Oh, then I'm, yes. You know, maybe I should say I'm thankful for you letting me go first. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Okay. I am thankful for this career that I've been able to do now for, again, this is my 21st year in October. Mm. It hit 21 years. And I'm just grateful to be able to do this and to be able to continue to love what I do and help people find homes and okay. sell homes. Okay. So, you, you can, I know it's a little cheesy. You continue realtor, to go down the, yes, you go down the very, like not cheesy but sentimental um i am very i'm very sentimental yeah well i'm not always sentimental (laughs) i get yelled at about that sometimes too much but um, i'm I'm sometimes overly sentimental so i guess we balance out quite great yes so you can call me i don't know rude harsh (laughs) just anything like that of just i would never yeah um scrooge no i'm not that bad but so i will not go sentimental i i will say i am thankful for sports I'm a sports junkie. I love sports. I've grown up playing sports, doing anything um, athletic, and the World Cup is right around the corner. Oh, that's right. So I have to say in this episode, I have all the hope in the world because the United States is in the World Cup for – they. It was a bit, if you know anything about soccer, they just tanked four and a half years ago and did not qualify. It was awful. So it's been eight and a half years since the United States has been in the World really? Cup because it's, only, it's every four years. Um, so anyway, I'm filled with hope today because it, the tournament is about ready to start and it's level playing field. Everybody has the same number of points, the same number of wins and losses right now. And at least there's three games of watching the United States play coming up. Well, three awesome. games of joy or three games of just just dread and then you say another four more years. So. That's I'm thankful for sports and everything athletic. So I, I like that one just and, and also because sports really can bring people together. Yep. Um 
And it also, I mean, there's all kinds of different sports that you can be watching, obviously, soccer. Mm -hmm. And then we've got Thanksgiving coming up here. And, of course, that's football. Football. And then, of course, my family, we are big we're big swimmers, yep. so swimming is a huge sport in our family. We watch it in the, the Olympics. Yes. Love watching the yes. Olympics. That so I will also give a quick update. My son finished um, in the state cross country meet this past weekend. How did he do? And the team finished second in the state. Oh, that's awesome! It's amazing. They had high hopes of hopefully winning it. He finished third on his team, seventeenth overall in the entire state. And they were, they just ran their guts out. It was a, a ridiculously difficult course because they had to run up and down multiple hills. We're talking like not small things. This is like insane. So, the, how he ran in the amount of time, it was basically 17 minutes to go up and down these hills for a 5K. And was this which just is this insane. past Saturday? Yes. So, this was after the tropical storm came through. Yes. The, so, it, weather, the storm the, blew through and Saturday was amazing. Not. So, Shout out to Hanley and getting second place um, uh, for their team. Uh, James Wood had a girl runner who finished fourth um, overall. She did great as well. So shout out to Matt Lofton and coaching there. Shout out to Mark Stickley, who's been on the episodes as well, um, and coaching for Hanley. So just, yeah, great sports weekend all around. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, something about sports and you say swimming and I say soccer and running and there's little commu- pockets of communities around town yes, that are. we 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 like to talk about. There is like I'm I was in the soccer community. Now I'm in the running community. You're in the swimming community. Mm-hmm. So I I want to hear more about the swimming community. And we have an amazing guest on today where we get a chance to hear about her entrepreneurial attitude yes. and how her passion for swimming and teaching um, combined of how to how to do that just grew into an, a ridiculous, yep. amazing business. So it's Noelle Callis, one of your friends, Megan. Yes. So I'm excited to have her on from Super Splasher Aquatics Swim School. Yes. So here's our con- conversation with Noelle. Well, hey there, Noelle. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Excited to have you here. And Megan, you are the attraction here of the draw of getting Noelle in our podcast today. I'm excited about that. So, mm-hmm. Noelle. Well, no, I've, I've known Noelle for a while now, and she knows uh, two of my children quite well. So, um, it's like, you need to get on here. Common interests. So, yes. we want to hear about you. So, give us a little bit of your story, your background. How did you come to Winchester? Well, first, I want to thank you guys for having me on, Meg. Thanks for bringing me into awesome. this. Um, thanks I'm, for saying yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, I'm actually from this area. I was uh, born in Fairfax, moved to Clark County. Uh, my parents moved us out to Clark to get away from the hustle and bustle of the city life. Um, grew up there, graduated back. I won't say when I graduated. That'll tell my age. But um, uh, went away to school and came back, um, met my husband, and uh, worked corporate world i have an it degree hmm. back when it degrees were just it yeah. what, from where what? syracuse university wow yeah i wanted yeah. to go far you know growing up in a small town uh-huh. you kind of just you need to get away and see the world a little uh-huh. bit so i went as far away as i could get accepted um but you man and you managed the cold weather up um, there ironically i loved the snow when i was a kid yeah. uh we had we grew up on a five acre plot of land so we were always out you know like all of us were when we were kids just you know running the 
the woods, never sure. home. So I loved the snow. And ironically, my mom and I went to Syracuse one weekend and it snowed and I got into a school in the south and then I had my backup Virginia school you know because everybody has Mm -hmm. their backup Virginia school and I got in and I fell in love with Syracuse and we had to drive around in a snowstorm and not a great car in the snow um, and just fell in love and went and you know feet and feet and feet of snow later I still love the snow but you know when you grow up and have kids and it's an inconvenience now but yeah I um I loved going to school there I loved being far enough away where I couldn't just come home whenever Mm -hmm. I needed to and I think it cultured me a lot it taught me a lot about life and how to survive without mom and dad (laughs) on the road that's that's what college is for yeah so um but I moved home and lived here and like I said I think I have a greater appreciation, like most of us do when we move away. But an IT degree. So um, I, so most people what, don't know this about me. Yeah. Um, I didn't know you had an IT degree. So actually, I have a more interesting fact. I went to, I went to college to be a doctor. Okay. Um, my whole life, I wanted to work in the trauma unit in New York City, in, in Cedar sinai wow. ER. I wanted to be an ER doctor. That would be intense. Yes. Yeah. My senior year of high school, I actually got to do an internship um, through school with Winchester Medical Center, and I got to work in the ER like all hours of the night. It was crazy cool. that I even got to do this as a senior. But um, I went to school and just... I think I got a little burned out. <laughs> I didn't realize. You know, I had to work really hard in school to get good grades mm-hmm. and, you know, went to college and it just was really, really, really different and challenging. And so I had some personal things go on. And so I, I finished the pre-med program and said, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna go down a different road. Totally opposite. Yeah. So yeah. Syracuse had an IT department. They were one of the few schools, I think, in the country at that time that had an actual full-blown IT school. And there was no isolated degree. It was just information information management and technology, which that's what's actually on my degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and I changed my major my junior year and hit the books really hard and decided I wanted to do computers. I wow. like math and I like yeah. programming. So I changed and said, I'll go back to med school one day, which, you know, never <laughs> happened. But um, yeah, so that's, that's, I, that's how it happened. And then I came home, got an IT degree, used it for a while, and then in 09, I got laid off hmm. with a lot of other people when the recession hit. Hmm. And so let's hear about your family. You mentioned that you have husband, you mm-hmm. have kids. So right. tell us a little bit about them. So I have my husband, Luke. We've been married 15 years this year. We met um, here. He's from. He's a local boy, too, from Front Royal. Um, we have two kids. My oldest is almost 15. He's a freshman at Trando. And my youngest daughter is 12. She's a seventh grader at Bird. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Fun times. And so, they're busy. Yes. So how did that? How did your layoff impact your family? As you said, back in 09. Yes. So yeah. in 2009, I, I had had Aiden. Um, uh, he was my only child at the time. I had him in 2008. And I got laid off. And I was, a, you know, I was the stellar employee. I worked for a corporate aircraft brokerage firm in Middleburg, um, did all their IT, all their administrative networking. I was, I kind of ran the show there. Um, and I, there were two of us in the office that did what I did. And I was the stellar employee, came in, you know, hour early, stayed an hour late, worked through lunch. And my counterpart was not that mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. um she missed a lot of work not 
because she wanted to, but, you know, family life. And she just she just was not the reliable employee. And so when it came down to figuring out, my the owner called me into his office, and I'll never forget it, the day, it was a Friday, and he said, you know, I'm uh, here's a severance check. I'm laying you off. And I said, what? And these are the words he said to me. He said, you're going to make it. You're going to go on and do great things. I just, and that's why I'm laying you off and not the other person. And I remember being so mad mm. at him and so frustrated. But looking back now, like he's the reason why I decided. So I was laid off. I tried to find other work for a while. Um, I was a lifeguard in high school mm. and in college and taught swimming lessons and was very good at that. Mm. Um, I was always really good with kids. So I decided that I didn't want to drive an hour to go to work every day. I had a small child at home. My husband was a police officer. Mm -hmm. So um, I decided to go back to get my lifeguarding degree or Mm. my lifeguarding certification and my water aerobics and and swim instructor. And I couldn't find a local job that paid anything. (laughs) You know, the aquatics industry doesn't pay great. Yeah. Um, So I had a pool. I lived in a neighborhood that had a pool. And the it was summertime, so I decided to just try it, try it, and see how it went. And I was really good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, summer came, and summer went. And my child care provider at the time had told me a story that when she stayed at one of the local hotels, she saw a lady teaching swimming lessons out of the hotel pool. And I thought, well, that's genius. Wow. So I went to said hotel, uh-huh. sat down with them, and the owners of the hotel are one of one of the families in Winchester that own several. And I was able to sit down with the one of the owners and say, look, this is what I want to do. Um, will you let me use your pool? And they said, absolutely. Wow. So that was the beginning of Super Splashers. And what year was that? Was that so that was in 2009. So we started same, same year. Okay. Um, I started in July, and I used for the first – 13 years, I used hotel pools. We operated out of, well, I guess I can't do math this early in the morning or this early in the day. (laughs) Um, So I used, uh, I had two hotels and I had, at the time, there was a gym here in Winchester called Mm -hmm. Body Renew and Mm -hmm. they let me use their pool Mm -hmm. and then COVID came. Yeah. Okay. So... Keep telling the story. This is fascinating. So, Mm -hmm. but I got to hear this idea of using hotel pools more than one mm-hmm. around town to do swimming lessons, yeah. also water aerobics. Mm-hmm. And you just started recruiting people and saying, hey, come, I've got this thing I'm doing and I'm going to be a part of it and mm-hmm. charge just uh, enough to kind of keep keep you going. Now, even prior to that, though, you were also, you had the lifeguarding. Did you have the pools yet? No. Okay. So the You first, were doing the lifeguarding, though, prior to, right? So the first, yeah, and all I can get into how I, because there's a whole different division of what we do. So yeah. swim, my swim school is my baby. Like, mm-hmm. that's my, that's my, I'll call it, it's really not a hobby anymore because I have a business now, right. a legitimate business. Sure. I was, it was always a legitimate business, but I have a hard time taking a lot of, not credit, but I have a hard time, you, I I love doing that. So it's it's the the thing I do because I really really truly love to do it. Um, but yeah, I had the hotels. Uh, just word of mouth. I just went and started yeah. in small circles, and then those people would tell their friends, and it was just me. So I had started the business. Then I had found out I was going to have another child. Mm-hmm. Um, had a really hard pregnancy with her, so I ended up having to hire somebody mm. who became amazing. This amazing 
um, you know, part of my business. She was with me for five years. She retired and moved away. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I was so sad to leave her, but I ended up, that's why I ended up having to hire somebody was because I had to, myself couldn't be in the water Mm -hmm. anymore. So then that's how it started. And then I hired another person and then I hired another person. And then it just kind of escalated from there. And at one point, I think, you know, during the winter months or off season months, we would have, you know, eight or nine instructors teaching Hmm. in multiple locations and Hmm. um and then yeah and so then two three years into it I had got I got a call from a gentleman who owned a pool management company here in town and he had seen me at some of the pools teaching swimming lessons because in the summertime I'd go back to my pool where we Megan and I actually both live in the Mm -hmm. same neighborhood right so I would teach there and he saw me teaching and he said would you have any interest in buying my pool management company and at the time, I knew I, – I said no because I wasn't really interested mm-hmm. in that. And, mm-hmm. You know, I just was like, whoa, that's, that seems like a big responsibility. And I was just doing my, my teaching thing. And my husband pulled – you know, we sat down one day and he said, why don't you do this? Like, you're capable. You know how to lifeguard. You know you're great with people. Why don't we just – why don't we go do this? And he pushed and pushed, and I said, all right, let's go. So we went and met um, at the time he was helping me. And he, we went out and we got three contracts that first year. They're still our clients, and hmm. this is our tenth. We just was we just crossed our tenth year of pool management. So in the summertime, in addition to our swim wow. school, we also manage commercial swimming pools. Wow! And we hire roughly eighty lifeguards and swim instructors to cover across Virginia and West Virginia. That's now you're blowing my mind as <laughs> yeah, far as so the level of growth that mm-hmm. is just you're making it seem so just like oh, then this happened and then that happened. It and just, just like it's been a series of events that yeah. you know, I say I've been lucky. My husband's like, No, well, luck is just what you make of it. You know, you I have a hard time saying like I there's a lot of pieces that fell into place sure. to get me where I am today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was just this kind of you know, I started doing this thing that I love to do, and now it's this thing that I just I look on look back sometimes. And now with us opening up the Delco location, mm-hmm. um, I look back and say, "How did I? Yeah, <laughs> how did I get here?" Well, you you put a pause in the story with COVID. Yes. So <laughs> I got to hear kind of yeah, how about you. The, how did the Delco Plaza thing come to be? Because you were renting it or using it. It yes, had yes. the affiliation with Body Renew, and then Body Renew decided they didn't need the building anymore. So they actually went out of business prior to COVID. Um, so we knew we had left there already, and we were just doing our. We had picked up. We had actually um, expanded to Strasburg because there's um, the the Signal Knob Recreation Center there. So at the time, we had we had expanded to Strasburg because we had lost Delco or Body Renew, and COVID came, and everybody, you know, our hotels were mm-hmm. like, no, you know, way, right. you can't, you can't be here. Yep. Um, which we totally understood. You know, nobody was working at the time, and I got a call in April of 2020 from a gentleman who was going to open up the Delco, that suite in Delco. They were going to start their own, not gym, but kind of a private training mm-hmm. business, and they really wanted, they didn't really want to use the pool, mm-hmm. but they could use the pool, but they really needed somebody who knew how to operate a pool and could use it. So he was affiliated with Body Renew when we were there. He knew that I knew how to take care of the pool. So he called me and said, hey, this is what we want to do. And I said, yeah, absolutely. Keep me in the loop. I didn't hear anything. Um, you know, we were busy with, we were inundated with just getting our outdoor pools opened, um, thankfully. And I got a call from the landlord, the owner, um, Delco Development 
owns the building. And they called me and said, look, we need to rent this building. We need to rent this suite. We need you to come in and clean the pool. Hmm. And I said, sure. So my staff and I showed up. We started, you know, working to get the the actual pool facility cleaned up, drained, you know, washed and whatnot. And my wheel, of course, my wheel started to turn. Like, wow, could I do this? It's scary, right? Like the world had just shut down. We had never seen anything like this. And here I was contemplating opening up a swim school in in a world where we weren't sure what yeah. you know that would look like. So I went rounds and rounds. I had a lot of you know, uh, meditating over it and talking, you know, discussing with my husband and discussing it with friends and family, like, what should I do? And I jumped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I jumped. And so we opened in September of 2020, which for me was, it was still super splashers, but it was unlike anything I'd ever done before. I had a building. I had a, I had one place. I was actually able to interact with my instructors and mm-hmm. meet all my families. And really at that time, I wasn't teaching a ton myself because... Mm-hmm. You know, when you start a business, you tend to start doing the things yeah. to running run the, a business, running the business and yeah. not yeah. do the actual thing. And, yeah. and I get I get lectured about that a lot. Like, you know, you're supposed to be running the business and not doing the thing. To, and I'm like, no, no. But I still, you, you need thing, to still the do thing the thing I love to do is the thing that we do here. So, but yeah, I it it was really remarkable. The parents that I mean, we had to put a lot of procedural things in place, obviously, to protect our families and our instructors, but. The, the response we got and the support we got from families. I mean, people needed their, people wanted their kids right. to learn how to swim still. Sure. And it was, it was crazy. I don't have another word to describe. The, so the idea of doing it in hotels now has gone mm-hmm. because you have the singular location. Yes. And mm-hmm. you're able to see all the families and all the kids, at least on a regular basis in the same location. Yeah. Which is helpful. And just do, uh, just run a business. Like yeah. it was, it would to me. It felt finally like all these years that I had ru- had a business where, you know, it was hard to, it was hard to consider that because of all the stretching. I felt like I was always doing bouncing from place to place. So, it was the, and it's been two years, and the last mm. two years have been just mm. crazy. It's mm-hmm. been a whirlwind, mm-hmm. and our growth has been, you know, I'd like to say we're the best. We've always been the best in town. We. <laughs> Really, we're the only one in town now. So I, it's, you know, I would like to, I still strive to be, I, you know, I tell my staff, we're going to pretend that there's a lot of swim schools in our area sure. and we need to do, you know, but yeah, I, I just am so fortunate and have been so lucky mm. over the last 13 years now. That I think you've, you've taught all three of my niece and nephews, I think, because I think Colton was there mm-hmm. at the hotel when he was really little. And then of course, Kai and uh, Noxie were at uh, the Delco. So you've had them. And then on that even branched out to what you ended up doing this past summer, which you never thought you were ever going to do with the Sharando Sharks to actually end up being one of the coaches for the swim team for the county. So, I mean, I know that had to be really cool for you, too, to not only be able to coach, but to see so many of the students that you had had and taught how to swim actually be on the teams. Well, I will say the swimming community here is, you know, we're, it, we're, it's a tight, kind of tight-knit mm-hmm. community. Right. And that's, you know, when, yes, this summer um, I was, I had a parent come to me and say, you know, you should consider coaching. And I said, no way. Um, I don't even know if Megan knows the, the whole story, but I, was, I said, no way. I'm not a swim coach. Like, I'm a swim instructor. I'm really good at getting kids to stop crying and to uh, <laughs> be comfortable yeah. with the water. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, I'm really good at getting kids to love the water. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's my specialty as a swim instructor. And so I said, no way. And I thought about it, and I 
went home and talked to my husband. I said, I think I want to do this. I think this is something that will make me more well-rounded as a swimmer mm. um, and swim instructor. And so I did it, and it was amazing to mm-hmm. you know to say to you know that's it was just such a great experience because it taught me. I, there was a lot of things that I didn't know, and most people th- assume that I was a competitive swimmer as a kid, and I wasn't. Mm. I I didn't learn to swim. I, I I was always comfortable in the water. We had a pool growing up, but I never learned to swim the strokes until I was a junior in high school because mm. I wanted to be a lifeguard, and so that's when I learned and was help. I had friends to help me help me learn how to swim the strokes. But um, coaching this summer was amazing, and I hope to do it <laughs> to do it again. Just um, add more to your plate. Oh yeah, because yeah, you know I, I, that's what I do. Well, I know someone who will definitely like to help coach help with you coach again this coming summer. So yes. my my youngest is she's she's kind of like a, a, a mini Noel. Like she just loves working with kids and loves helping to, you know share the love of swimming and and teaching. So she was able to work with Noel um, with the swim team too and. Um, my son Ben actually lifeguarded for you for a couple of years and worked at the at Delco actually lifeguarding mm-hmm. during the swim lessons, and um, hopefully Molly will be in there getting uh, in the water. She can't wait. She's been waiting until she knew she was old enough oh, I that can't she can actually <laughs> help start uh, teach and help. Um, I guess be an apprentice with the swimming lessons and be kind of a helper in the water. That's so. Cool. But it's it's just it's an awesome thing that you do and that you get to provide to the community and I and I know from what I had been in your office before Delco came and to be able to have that space that you know people can't really necessarily come to that you needed to be in to be able to work but to be able to have your business be someplace that you can actually do your business from is really huge. Yeah, it was a big deal for me and it's I mean it's I think that it's helped me grow as a business owner. Mm-hmm. I, I still you know I laugh I'm like I don't most days I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Um, I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants and holding on really tight, right? Like I guess how you roll. (laughs) Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's part of life of being an entrepreneur and a business owner is to say, yeah, you got to jump off the deep end and just dive in and go. (laughs) There's the puns for you. Yes, and just go do it. We did a podcast. um, We did an episode. It's been probably maybe four or five episodes Mm -hmm. ago about being business owners and. um, Because I had owned a bar previously, and then Mark of Yes, (laughs) Coley Harry's. I didn't know you owned Coley Harry's. Yes, I did. Wow, yes, that I was did. a staple in my twenties. Not yeah. that. See, <laughs> there you were probably in there go back when and I had can, it. So yeah, you can so, listen to our episode was, several weeks yeah. ago. So it's yeah. interesting. <laughs> just the things that you find yourself doing as a business owner, you never thought you would do, and I'm sure you have a huge list. And I, yeah. I know I've seen you patching up the bottoms of pools. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> that's, all kinds of crazy things with the management portion of it. There's definitely a lot that goes into doing what we do every day, but that's, I mean, that I think that makes being the business owner exciting is that I still get to do that stuff. I don't, I'm not mm-hmm. one to just sit around. Yeah. I mean, Megan can probably attest this. I'm yeah. not a, I'm not just a sit at a desk type of person. I need to be out and I'm a busy bee. So, yep. um, that definitely, I, I enjoy that part of it actually. Well, that makes the success. I think, you yeah. know, you can't have a business owner just be up in the ivory white tower right. watching over everything. You've got to be able to do what you're do, it, do, exactly. do whatever do what you would tell others and to do. fill in if somebody gets sick right. or yeah. can't do it and that's part of it too Absolutely. but f- give us the rundown of i mean you've kind of hinted on all the services that you guys provide i mm-hmm. mean swim lessons is one thing but what else a part of all of the kind of components of your business do you offer to the general public so obviously we do swim lessons and we're really excited i um you know we it's been 10 years since <clears throat> well no again 13 since i've been doing this and we are 
launching our first ever curricular redesign in January of 2023. So I'm very excited about that. But yes, we offer some lessons to children ages six months and up, even Mm -hmm. adults. We do birthday parties. We um, actually have a partnership with Frederick County Parks and Rec where we offer all of the health and safety training through there, Mm -hmm. through the park. So we do CPR classes Mm -hmm. and babysitting training and lifeguarding. Um, We do, we're looking, we do offer open swim memberships um to you know it's kind of limited just because we are very very busy with Mm -hmm. swim lessons um and then like i said we do commercial pool management uh, as a we have a division that does that as well but um yeah we all things swimming and (laughs) all things pools and swimming we actually have a small retail store as well um i don't know that many people know this about us until they come and visit delco but we offer all sorts of swim related things um suits we offer towels. We have these mm. um, really cool towel pants and ponchos that, you know, our swimmers Very love. popular. Yes, mm. our you swimmers, swimmers love. They, you typically see them in them. And we actually got them because of COVID. We thought, well, these are a really great tool for kids. You know, parents wanted to just get their kids dressed and go, um, which is still sometimes the case in the wintertime. But they were great. You know, you can throw them on over your suit and just go. They're, and they're great. Um, but we offer, you know, all sorts of swim, swim attire mm. and swim equipment. Cool. Yeah. Goggles yeah. and suits and... All kinds of stuff. Actually, with really good prices, too, because I've gotten bathing suits from you for, for Molly that um, were, you could do way better than I could get for myself. So Well, we're able to do that because we don't have a big, you know, we're not a brick-and-mortar store. Right. And, you know, one day my dream is to maybe open up more retail and have more retail as part of what we offer. But right now we just mm-hmm. do it as a service to our swim families. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a lot of kids that work for us that are on swim teams and that's been really helpful for them to have a place that they can just get suits for swim teams. And so, yeah, that's awesome. And then you've got something coming up for black Friday, don't you? We do. So we off, we also offer, and you know, I, so I'm sorry, I didn't talk about this earlier. I sometimes forget. So at once a month, we try to offer a parent's night out similar <laughs> to what you'd get. You know, I know there are some other places in, in town that offer it. So, but we have the pool, which is, you know, a great yep. energy burner. Yep. Um, we offer, so on black Friday, we are offering three hour blocks for you to drop your child off and go shop. Um, cool. So it's $30 a child. We do offer sibling discounts. Um, but I think we have blocks um, 9 to nine to noon, noon to 3, and 3 to 6 wow. on that Friday. Um, last year it was really popular. We And we, we limit the spots, obviously, because we do understand, you know, swimming. We, you know, when we limit, it's, it's, um, it's school-age children and up. And they don't necessarily have to be able to swim. We will have guards and staff members on site to help. And we do inco- try to incorporate a little bit of swim lessons in there while so we're swimming. But it's a free swim and yeah, it's for th- play. You, and- yeah, you drop them off and the kids will, we, you know, we have snacks and we do, we have, you know, if you have never seen the Delco facility, um, for those of you that don't know, it used to be the $2 theater back in yeah. the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually the first place I ever took Aiden to see a movie. <laughs> That's funny. We saw Rio. Um, but the, the rooms are identical. And on the one side of the facility, we have um, we've we've opened it up. It's just a big gym. It looks like a big open gymnasium room. And half of it we use for our swim families. Mm-hmm. And we have a little waiting area. Mm-hmm. But the other half is open. Mm-hmm. So we have kickball. We have badminton. We have all sorts of activities, wow. board yeah. games. So just lots of fun activities for the kids to tire them out for three hours while their parents are shopping. I think all the listeners will jump on that. Yeah. That's Black Friday. Mm -hmm. Don't miss it. Well, um, you just, I love the entrepreneur attitude that you have. And it's neat to just see other 
industries and opportunities pop up here in town that don't exist. And you you kind of saw the need and we're like, yeah, let's go do it. And it's passion of yours, obviously, as well. So I do see a pattern. There was a lot of Luke convincing you. <laughs> well, I will say I have to give him all the credit for, you know, the pool management side of our business would not be hmm. here. I, w- I don't think I would have ever taken that leap on my own. And, mm-hmm. maybe, and maybe I would have, but I don't I just don't think I would have. He really pushed me in that the direction. And of course, you know, yes. Right. I need, you know, you always need the support of your family. Benefit of a partner. And it's so helpful, yeah. And and now it's fun because I, my kids are now of the age that Mm -hmm. all of their, you know, they go and meet all these kids at school. And I'm like, oh, I taught that kid how to swim. Oh, I taught that kid how to swim. And, you know, when we're out in public, my kids give me such a hard time. They're like, mom, you know everybody. You know everybody. Let me guess. You taught them how to swim. Yeah. So, yeah. And this business is, I mean, I've met some of the, my closest friends, the, the, just the, 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 the web that it is mm. created through this community for me mm-hmm. as a person and my family has been tremendous being a business owner here in Winchester cool. too. So. Well, nice segue because we like to have all of our guests answer five iconic questions. Sure. And it's about our community. So just first thing that comes to mind, yeah. you get to answer. Okay. okay. Yeah. So question number one, what's one of your favorite restaurants in town? Oh gosh, I would have to say Chinatown. <laughs> Chinatown. Yeah, because yeah. I just that's like my favorite fair and that's a pretty and it's close to close. Work. That's, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, that's it's true. Pretty much right yeah. across the street. It is close that to That is work. true. Yeah. All right, what is something you love about your neighborhood? Um, I love the relationships it's given my kids. Hmm. Mhm. I cool. I will say the relationships my that has given my kids. Growing up in a in the woods, we had we had friends, but we were, were we were it wasn't the same. Yeah. Yeah, not people yeah. around. Mm-hmm. No, I love that answer. That's cool. Third question. Why is Winchester a great place to live? Leading question. Um, just the quaintness of the city. I mean, it's not too big, but it's not too small. I love, I love, love, love the downtown. And I love the proximity it is to everywhere. I'm a very outdoorsy mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. So, again, I don't think I appreciated this place. And most of us as kids don't. Right. You know, we like, you know, we think of cities and we, I don't know, but I, I do, I truly love, it has a little bit of everything. Yeah, that's true. And where do you like to hang out with friends in Winchester? Oh man, hang out with friends. I don't, (laughs) I don't do a lot of that anymore. I mean, anywhere downtown is my favorite. Just sitting outside downtown is, is, and it doesn't matter where, as long as we're just outside. Yeah. That's really cool. It, and again, the, the seasons of Winchester allows for a lot of just kind of spring, summer, mm-hmm. fall, great outdoor yeah. options. Mm-hmm. Um, last question. What is one of Winchester's hidden gems? Something that you think people don't know about that maybe they should know about? I, I think the history. I think some mm. of the history that some of the really, really deep rooted history that we have here in Winchester. Mm-hmm. Um I think if you, unless you're a history buff, you don't really know our ties to places like things like the Civil War. Um, my mom was a huge buff, so we growing growing up, she made us very familiar with you know everything having to do with our area, even down to the plaques on the road down yeah. the road from our house. Yeah. So I would say just our ties to history. Yeah, and that's all awesome. Places that you can go around and see. That's cool. Yeah, I agree. And we actually did an episode on that recently, too. Wow, that's true. Yes, all the different things that we'd like to bring out here on Iconic Talk are coming to fruition here on this episode. Well, Noelle, thank you so much. But 
did you have something else to say? I was just going to say, where can, where can people yep. find you? There you go. Oh, wow. Well, our website is um, www.ssaswim.com. Um, if you go on our website, everything that you could possibly need to know is there. Um, we do have a Facebook page that we also keep um, up to date, and it's just SS Aquatics. Um, and then our we are located in the Delco Plaza, mm-hmm. um, in the mall entrance of the Delco Plaza, between the basically the Umberto's restaurant. If you you know enter that mall entrance, we're all the way in the back. We're Suite Nine. Cool. Yeah. Love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. And this is an amazing opportunity for people to learn about what you are offering. So, well, thank you so much. Glad to be a part of it. Thanks, Noel. Yeah. Well, I know that you enjoy the conversation, um, yes. Megan, so thanks for pursuing her and having her on. And again, like we talked about in the beginning, I just love the camaraderie of our community mm-hmm. and promoting local businesses, local business owners, and what's happening around town. So um, what did you learn? I mean, did you did you glean anything new from the conversation with her? I, well, I, first of all, I didn't know about... Um her history with wanting to go into pre-med. So aside from the business aspect, that was kind of, that was kind of cool to find out, but um, just how many opportunities that have kind of come out of just a love of teaching swimming lessons Mm -hmm. and finding the opportunity from talking to somebody that she knew to be able to start it. And I I know she's done that. I have friends that actually um, are swimming on the high school team that started their lessons with her when they were, you know, four or five, six years old years ago. Um, So at hotel, at these hotel swimming pools. So for her to be able to grow from that into yeah. her own area, her own business, well, she obviously had the business, but to where she has her own pool, her own yep. facility right now, and can do lessons right there in her own building is just fantastic. It's an amazing story of just just a little spark of an idea mm-hmm. that just grows and snowballs into something that is like a huge presence in town. Yeah. And um, yeah, I love it. And it's great to see that happen. And um you know, there's, there's the passion involved as well, combined with the business and the, and the drive. You know, so you mm-hmm. gotta have both. And I see that she has both. Which she is definitely cool. does. She's uh, and and she's just a great person overall. So I mean, I, I've always loved when I get to spend time with Noelle and chit chat with her. And I know how hard she works. Well, and, definitely look her up yep. and take advantage of that Black Friday thing because that. <laughs> if I had little kids, absolutely. I would definitely be doing that. That is the thing to do. So, well, what other local events are coming up? Um, All right, so we've got coming Thanksgiving. up on Saturday, November 19th, and Sunday, Belgrove Plantation is doing traditional German food, artisans, vendors, wreath-making classes. Um, it's the 34th annual Kris Kringle Market. Huh. And then we've got um, Thanksgiving coming up here very soon, and you can um, there's a Thanksgiving dinner at the First Presbyterian Church. On the 24th from 1130 to 2, you can get home delivery or and takeout only. So there's a phone number to call if you want to reserve a meal um, to have it delivered to you. And then we also have the 24th annual Thanksgiving Day 5K. That's going to be at Sharando High School, Sharando Park. Run, walk, stroll prior to your Thanksgiving feast. And it's a certified track uh, course. Goes through the woods, trails. Yes. All kinds of great things. I mean, I... Have you ever done it? I've not done that. Okay. I'm not a run... I mean, yes, my son runs, but I hate running. There's mm-hmm. something about that. But this past spring, I remember we talked about how I ran, I ran two 10Ks in a row back-to-back weekends. That about killed me. Not a, oh, not that's a fan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Not a fan of running. And But actually... Um, 
Pierce would probably run in that if he was in town. He's thinking about running um, in a more of a national like kind of race in North Carolina uh, the day after, actually two days after Thanksgiving. So I think my wife and I will might I might go or she might be able to take him to go down there with his coach and run down there in North Carolina for a big race. So, so that might be a fun little getaway for the weekend to go down there and it, get out of town it for could a couple be. days. We'll and... need to talk about what that looks like for our family. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, so the run there's there's the runner's world right there. You, yeah. just, you go where the races are. So, well, happy Thanksgiving coming up, everybody. Right. Um, we will be having an episode for you. So look out for that. We'll continue to talk about what we're thankful for, talk about more of the state of the union in the real estate world. What does that look like? And how do you answer the question of what does the local market look like? So thanks for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something from today's episode and really look forward to sharing more with you next week, like I just said. So remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they are experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. And if you have a moment, we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share this podcast with your friends. Yep. Once again, thanks to our editor extraordinaire, Simeon Battaglia. Until next time, thanks. Iconic. Iconic.